0: Financial support for the products of the Ride On Network comes from Bose Restaurant, located at 2304 Thomas Drive in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bose is open Monday to Friday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and offers some of the best food in the Florida panhandle. Different daily specials every day of the week with fresh sides, which creates a unique experience every time you return to Bose. For takeout orders, catering, or any other questions, contact them today at 850-775-1828. Also from our friends at KL Skaggs Heating and Air, LLC, summer is here, and as we know, these Florida summers are brutal. If you have any HVAC needs, HVAC is the actual word for that, repairs or questions, you should contact a company that is locally owned, locally operated, and offers above and beyond service day or night, and that company is KL Skaggs Heating and Air. Call them at 850-238-5414.
1: Boys, we are back from our trip from Nashville, and my goodness, we have so much to discuss, discuss about. As you guys can probably guess, I am back home in the friendly confines that is the state of New Jersey. Not really. Um, I had a blast in PCB Nashville with all the boys. I am your host, Danny G, and back in Destin is Scotty, not too hotty Hollinsworth. How you doing, Scott? good good man
2: it's it's weird last last week i was chilling with you and now we're about to be in separate states and
1: doing this doing this again all right it is weird man i I had a great time
2: having you here though
1: man oh no same i love every single one of you guys for all the hospitality you guys showed me it's definitely uh it's definitely much appreciated and i like i said man i cannot wait to fly back down but as everyone knows the right on network boys me, Scott, Nick, Drew, and Kyle took a road trip up to Nashville, Tennessee for Mayhem Wrestling. Um, first things first, I want to thank everyone with Mayhem Wrestling. Um, I'm speaking on behalf of everyone that, you know, we had such an amazing experience. in uh, the first part was a little hectic because I think we're all just trying to figure out, like, what our roles are. What we're going to do this is our first major event. And... Uh, Mayhem Wrestling could not have been a much better host. Uh, Very, you know, like I said, hospitable. They gave us, you know, great treatment. And um, Scott, you know, um, talk on your behalf of uh, your experience, our first time ever sponsoring an event.
2: Oh, dude, it was great. I mean, yes, of course, we want to thank all the guys at Mayhem Wrestling and some of the folks from Impact Wrestling as well, who helped all make this show work. Cause yeah, I mean, of course, you have your ups and downs, your troubles of doing an indie show, but overall satisfaction. I mean, it went well for us. I think we came out better than we did going in. We uh got to, you know, we got to interview the good brothers. Everybody got to get their little time in the ring and kind of hype up the crowd. Uh personally, I just I wanna Doc Gallows is probably one of the coolest guys I've ever got to meet for anyone who doesn't know, I've, I've never stepped foot inside of a wrestling ring until that day. So that was cool enough. But, of course, being the first time, I was nervous as shit. <laughs> and Same. Doc kind of just gave me this weird eye. Like, he could tell I was nervous. He kind of looked at me, gave me a quick little nod of, like, you know, get your shit together. And <laughs> it worked. Yeah. but I, no, don't know how, was, Dan, I need you awesome, to tell, me, talk about your experience, Dan. You you lit the crowd up. because huh. I
1: don't know. It was one of those where, like, yeah, I was nervous, too, because same thing as you guys. Never I never stepped foot in a wrestling ring before in my entire life, and I'm like, this is like a boyhood dream of mine. Like, from watching the Attitude Era to now, I'm like, I would love to just step in there for, like, just give me like 0.5 seconds to step in the middle of that ring. And I got in there. I'm looking around, and then I don't know what it was. I, I really just channeled in all the – promos and everything i've watched in my my head of a wrestling library i'm like how do i get the crowd on my side first things first just announce where you're at people as small as small of a town as mount pleasant tennessee is all you gotta say is mount pleasant tennessee how you guys doing tonight boom crowds on my side and right (laughs) it's i don't know man it was it was you just got that feeling and then Words just started, you know, spewing out. And I'm like, I'm here cutting a promo, basically. And it was, yes, like man, it was so awesome. Um, we got to finally see Ryan Piles face to face. God. Thankfully, you know, I pulled out Mike Cobb. Mike Cobb beat him one, two, three. You know, Ryan tried to cheat by putting his foot on the ropes. I ran down the ramp, pushed those feet off the ropes. I was like, not winning it like this. You're not, if you're going to win this match, You're winning it fair and square and then, um, you know, No Limit Mike Cobb hit him with that crazy frog splash, crazy airtime, one, two, three. Mm -hmm. And um, Ryan Piles was, um, I'd say he's a little humble in defeat. Um, We talked and, (laughs) you know, just a little sneak peek to the viewers. um, There will be a Ryan Piles interview part two. Are those? We Maybe this time he'll add you know. a, a little bit of respect under our name. Hey man, if you mess with the right on boys, I will find any town to come in there and whoop your ass a little bit. That's exactly what happened, and you know, we'll see what happens with part two with the um, with the Ryan Paz interview. But uh, Scott, I'm gonna leave it up to you. We had a we had a huge night on Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Uh, Big E went yeah. on Twitter. He went on Twitter, said some things, and spoke into fruition. I'm going to leave it up to you. He did, yep. So Big E
2: around, I'm going to try to bring it up real quick, got on, like you said, got on Twitter and posted a couple hours before Roth that he was like, I'm letting the cat out the bad. I'm going to cash in tonight, and I'm going to win. So, of course, I mean. Rating speaking, that's how you put asses in seats right there. Because now what does everybody want to see? They want to see Big E cash in. And sure enough, we got a... Uh, first of all, we had a very solid match between Randy and Bobby Lashley, I thought. I mean, it wasn't very long, but it was very hard-hitting. Two big guys really putting on a standard good wrestling match. But Bobby Lashley, of course, comes comes out victorious. Tweaks his uh knee on an outside move after the match gets back in the ring, boom, biddy's music hits. And boy, that crowd came alive. And Biddy came, cashed in the money in the bank. Got that one, two, three, and whole. I've we've all seen bid pops, obviously, in wrestling. You know, you had the one recently, of course, with punk coming back. We had some with uh Moxley debuting in AEW. Then you have the old school ones. You know, you have mankind winning the world champion for the first time or Stone Cold coming out during that match. The pops that, are just unreal.
1: Yeah, that pop was the ridiculous. The pop for Big E
2: was un I that was unbelievable to me. I thought it was amazing the response he got. Cause it was very well overdue, I think. He's been in this company for well, almost 10 years now, if not 10 years. He's been NXT champion, he's been the IC title, he's been the IC champion, and he's been both Raw and SmackDown tag team champions numerous times. And we all just wondered, you know, when is he going to get the big one? When is he going to get the world title? And this past Monday, he did it. And for I'm, I'm looking forward to the future now because I'm not going to say that Biggie's not dominant because he will be. He's a big guy. But he doesn't give off that same persona, I guess, that Bobby Lashley did. Of you know who who can stop me. So yeah, that's true. As far it's- as dream component, I don't, I don't know, Dan. Who do you have as like competitors coming up? Who do you want to see go against Biggie for the title?
1: It's it's tough because um, obviously Bobby's getting that rematch. Um, yeah, and if like I said, if WWE. WWE does it right, you know, he uh, he holds on to that title after that But I'm I'm really looking forward to He's not gonna defend the title for a while after this Bobby after the rematch of Bobby Lash I think I think he's gonna go in into Survivor Series and You know, we're gonna Survivor Series. We'll talk about Survivor Series in a little bit, but like he's gonna have that that match I think it's gonna be against Roman Reigns, like Biggie versus Roman Reigns, because they're gonna have champion versus champion. That's gonna be his next his next opponent. Um, I don't know. Honestly, there's not there's not really like a story right now. You know, he could. You know, you have some yeah. like KO, maybe. You know, when after the draft, I think a lot of it is gonna shape up after the draft. Once we see who's getting drafted, where that's when we're going to see a biggie future. Prime. I think right now he's just like, he's like in a limbo where he's going to face Bobby. Hopefully he wins biggie wins. You go to survivor series. We got to face the universal champion. And you know, by then the draft would be kind of set. We'll see who's the lead dog. So right now I say biggies just kind of in a limbo right now. Honestly,
2: I I I, I can agree with that. I have a one theory. There's one theory I'm kind of holding on to because I kind of want to see it because it is overdue in a way is it Xavier and Kofi turning on Biddy? Not in a title match, not like during a match or not costing him the title, but just in general. And that's starting some type of run with him versus one of them too, or if not all three for the title, because I mean, Yeah, we had the New Day when they got drafted apart, and that was supposed to be, you know, the whole New Day breakup, quote unquote. But it's not, I mean, to me, like to break up a faction like that, you really need somebody to turn on the other person. Kind of like how they did with, you know, Evolution or the Shield. Over time, you know, somebody has to turn bad. And I, for some reason, I would love it to be now.
0: Because I want to see him as
2: a big baby face champion versus his heel partners who are not as big as him, but still pose just as much of a threat with knowing him.
1: Yeah. And I think this has been like, I really think this like been the longest like faction I've ever seen run in WWE, even though they're not really, they're not really like the new day anymore. They, they kind of like split without splitting like each one of these guys, except for Xavier right now have, have had a singles run, but then the other two, they, they still represent the new day brand. Like if you think of, if you think back to like all the factions like uh, you know obviously the Shield the Seth Rollins chair shot, um, Triple H, pedigree Shawn Michaels in two thousand two, um, every faction eventually fizzles out. Like even the NWO fizzled out. Brothers of Destruction, not really a faction, but just like a like a group. Obviously, Kane turned on his brother, and then in the like, in the, uh, the match against Vince McMahon, the buried Alive match. But like, man, the New Day has, and obviously Evolution. You know the the thumbs down, send Randy Orton, bomb, and then you know
2: oh the the famous thumbs down from Batista, thumbs man, down. that was and great. The,
1: <laughs> the thumbs down, and then, but I do agree, like, yeah.
2: like they are so long lasting at this point that it yeah, it's kind of hard to think about another faction, like you know, you said faction, which is great because there's tag teams, of course, that have lasted way longer. But they're a group; they're more than two, obviously. And you're right. I mean, usually most factions they'll fizzle out within what three to four
1: years, probably. Yeah, more or less. But like, if when when the new day breaks up, I think that's when you're gonna see fans cry in the crowd. Oh, a hundred percent. I agree. I you're gonna get that emotional. You're gonna get that emotional. You know that emotional push, where yeah, you're probably you're gonna get that emotional push where. You're going to want to, if you missed the show, you're going to want to tune in next week to see the fallout. So, you know, WWE smart, you play it like that. Is WWE creative smart on Raw? Probably not.
2: Probably. Uh, I'm hoping maybe this is it. Maybe Big E being the champ is like the turn of the
1: leaf for Raw. I pray it is because, God, it sucks. <laughs> I just, but what do you, so now with Big E as champ, what do we do with Bobby Lashley?
2: That's the other part. I don't know what we do with Bobby Lashley because if he, you know, we don't do rematch and he loses, what ground does he have running then?
1: Because do we? Because he's does bulldozed he same to everybody treatment? else. Does he get the same treatment as Drew McIntyre where we just kind of like just shelve him now? Because you know, Drew, Drew had a year and a half run where he was constantly at the top, constantly battling. He was a two time WWE champion. And then at SummerSlam, he's wrestling Jinder Mahal. Like, 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 what, like, what the hell? Like, that's I, but, the issue.
2: So I, the thing with Drew is, like, with Drew, you had his, you know, upcoming the first time, which wasn't very successful. So it's like you kind of have the underdog story a little bit. You know, he got bigger, he got better. Dude, Lashley's been great since two thousand and five, two thousand and six, when we first heard of him. He's always been big. He's always been athletic. You know, agile, just powerful. So it's like, I, to me, I think after this, he goes to SmackDown.
1: You think he gets traded, or he gets drafted. I think drafted? he'll get
2: traded to SmackDown.
1: Okay, I'm actually very excited for the draft. I will be tuning into that Monday Night Raw. I love the draft night for, for WWE. Oh um, yeah. I will definitely be tuning. I think what is it, October third.
2: Uh yeah, I think it's the beginning of October.
1: Something like that. Yeah. They already, they kind of already like gave away the one pick where I think Edge jumps to Raw.
2: Yeah. It's, it, they they, they gave away it everything now,
1: man. I think they leaked that one by accident. Um, but one thing I want to talk about too is um, we're getting into where um, we have extreme rules coming up, which I think is going to be awesome. I, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of positive things where they're tinkering with, Extreme rules because obviously now right. you have to compete with you have to compete with the way you know all out just happened. and obviously now we have um, AEW Grand Slam which is looking to be incredible match card wise but we're getting into one of my favorite seasons where we have the Survivor Series in November it's always a Thanksgiving tradition the week before Thanksgiving is always Survivor Series if you look at the oh, champions now pay per view we are the champions now. We've got some. If they, if everything stays the way it is, we have some matchups. We have some matchups. Like we have RK Bro versus the Bloodline. We got Reigns, Lashley. Obviously, Raw versus SmackDown. Reigns um, and Big E. Yeah, exactly. Like like if if everything is shaping up the way it is, we have dude Be Becky versus, card. Becky versus Charlotte Flair. Like We're getting an amazing card. If everything stays the path, Survivor Series may be their best match card of the year.
2: Could possibly be. But so if you have, you know, we have all these good matches going in right now with champions. But who do you pick for your traditional five on five then?
1: That's the thing. That's going to be the weird one because all of your
2: main talent are champions, which is great. But. Who does that leave for the whole reason we all watch Survivor Series, the five on five?
1: I guarantee you the five on five will be. If I take a wild guess, Team Edge versus Team Seth Rollins.
2: Kind of like a, the the final the final match kind of. Well,
1: I'm twisted because I think the final match might be at the Extreme Rules. The way. The way Edge got carried out on a stretcher at, at MSG on SmackDown, I think that rivalry has to culminate like in a no holds barred street fight. Oh, yeah. Someone has to get seriously hurt acting wise. Someone has to leave that match on a stretcher. And maybe it could be a stretcher match. Maybe it might be no holds barred, you know, extreme rules. They're going to have a, another, they're going to have a part two of an incredible match. And I'm I 100% guess, for it. Yeah, if they don't do Extreme Rules, then I think they do Edge versus uh, Rollins. I think Regards, I think Edge is going to captain team. If he gets drafted to Raw, he's going to captain team Raw. Or if he stays on SmackDown, he's going to captain SmackDown.
2: Yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know who I would pick for my my leaders of the group or even you who also I put in right too. now.
1: I think, I think the women have a five-on-five five as well. Yeah, well, usually now they do. Yes. The one thing I do, I did love was when they did SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT.
2: That oh, was fun. that was so God. It was it was done
1: so well. That was, and they gave NXT the win. NXT won most of the matches. Yep. So they, they booked they booked everything. In my opinion, they booked that whole thing correctly. Amazing. That was that was one of my favorite. Um, that was one of my favorite. Uh, Pay-per-views in a while for WWE that Incorporating that these young guys who just bring the house down
2: Oh, and they definitely
1: did um, (laughs) Speaking of NXT though That new setup looks pretty cool arena wise The colors need to go Yeah, okay, so I'm
2: glad we're on the same page When I saw the setup of like just when the arena was just lit up like they normally would I was like, yo, that looks really damn cool (laughs) And then all this pink and purple and yellow bullshit lights. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I was like, it. what in the hell? Like, dude, it looks like you're wrestling in like a bag of Laffy Taffys.
1: It's terrible. It's, and um, I hate the name. NXT 2.0, I think, is stupid. Just keep it as NXT. It's just, it, it's just NXT.
2: No, um, nah, I, I like 2.0. You know why? Because I want it to be, I, I want none of this to be related to the great NXT. That's okay. True.
1: That's fair. That's a fair point. That's a very fair point, actually. Um, I thought the Fatal 4-Way match was poorly booked. Um, that match needs to be saved for a pay-per-view. I, understand yes, you I do have, agree. I understand you don't have a champion right now, but those four guys would have brought the house down on a pay-per-view. To only have them in the ring for, like, 13 minutes was terrible. And half the match... Half the match was just Ciampa versus Pete Dunne. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, the other guys were nowhere like, – Wagner was nowhere near the, the action. And obviously, I hate the fact that Kyle O'Reilly wasn't in it. And then they had L.A. Knight do double duty. L.A. Knight was the opening match.
2: Yep. And then he came in it, and did it, the did fiddle I'm guy like, guy. dude, this,
1: is, this was so poorly done. I love the choice of champion. I thought it was going to be Pete Dunne. Um, because obviously Champa is not the same since his next surgery. I thought it was, I thought Pete Dunne was going to finally after he signed the extension. You know, coincidentally, a few hours before this big match, I'm like, they're going to put the title on Pete Dunne. Yeah, it would make sense. But I'm like, I'm like I, I like Champa, but I'm like champion. I'm like, nah. And they have Steiner's son now as probably the number one contender for the title.
2: Okay. Hey. what do they name him now?
1: brock something that Bron, Braun is
2: i don't know it something I don't stupid. don't
1: it's some, something done because they can't say steiner's name on tv or something so they had to uh so they had to um change his name they couldn't they couldn't even refer to him as like rick steiner's son jesus
2: i don't know well switching yeah, Bron page braun
1: breaker braun breaker, Bron
2: breaker. <laughs> yeah maybe i will do used to like a Bron James. basically but switching gears to uh, next Wednesday, we have, like you mentioned earlier, we have A.W. Grand Slam. First cool. time that we are coming, first time A.W. is coming to New York City.
1: First time ever a wrestling event is inside a tennis stadium, which I want to see the setup for that. That would be pretty cool.
2: So, you mentioned the stadium. I think they can do it now. If you'd asked me a year ago, that, could they sell out the stadium? No. But, with the traction they have gained in the last three months, I I don't doubt if they don't get close to selling out that stadium.
1: Oh, no. The card they're putting together for at least, at least Wednesday, you have to sell that out. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got Brian
2: Pillman That's Jr. Just- versus MJF. Yeah. You got Malachi Black versus the returning Cody Rhodes. hmm You got Sting and Darby Allen versus, of course, FTR, which I got something on that.
1: Who said that? Who was it you that said that? You, do you think Darby turns on Sting? No, that was actually Kyle. But I do yeah. agree. Oh, Kyle, if you're still listening, that is a brilliant idea, and I actually cross my fingers that it happens. Yep. Need I want to see a I want to see a heel Darby.
2: Yeah, yeah. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho, and then of course, oh, I'm sorry, that's actually for the AEW World uh, Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. And then you got Omega versus Theory. Thibri- Turning debuting seamless match of Brian Danielson.
1: Yeah. I mean it um, is a
2: stat, it's a very stat card. card
1: the, the card, the card is ridiculous. And it, it just kept getting it got all culminated last night on Dynamite. They just add they had like three matches, and I'm like, I'm like, holy crap! I'm like, you guys are doing like you guys are really doing this. And they, they added so many matches for Friday that now. Rampage is two hours. It's from twelve to midnight. It's from ten to midnight. Excuse me. Um, that Friday card is just as—I mean, I want to say just as good. I think these matches are going to go. Um, I think these matches are going to go longer than um, than the than their like time slot. You have CM Punk making his first TV wrestling appearance in seven years against Powerhouse Hobbs of Team Taz. You got Moxie and Kingston versus Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer, which is. If you guys have, if you have, if you have any time to go watch Kingston, not, I'm sorry, Suzuki and Lance Archer's team in Japan, I recommend you watch those matches. Um, what well, I think the early candidate for match of the night: Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Um, this match is getting changed right now. They have on the card Chris Jericho and Jake Hager versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. If you saw Dynamite last night with all those MMA superstars or whatever. I, I it's, gonna saw it. it's gonna be Jericho and Hager. It's going Jericho and Hager versus whoever they want to send out for that. For that, uh, I think it's like Team America or something.
0: Uh, I think from that, what I I'm reading, matches, right here I think says,
1: wash.
2: From where, from what I'm reading, it says Jericho and Hager versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page.
1: Yeah, that's what it says on mine, but I think that that guy called everyone out. For inner, I think it might be the inner circle versus five of their best guys, if I'm not mistaken.
2: We'll find um, out.
1: But yeah, no. Um, Wednesday shaping up to be like the show. Obviously, we've all seen the the personal attacks that MJF has delivered to Brian Pillman and his family. Um, Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes another personal, another personal match. Um, and obviously, I think
2: Black and Rhodes is going to be a. Uh- I think it's just going to be a hoorah type of matchup. I don't see it being that long. I see it just kind of being a hoorah, Cody's back, and he'll get the one, two, three, which will lead to like a third match.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. Malachi Black's been running rampant through the, the nightmare factory, just knocking everybody out. So I really hope if Cody Rhodes is gets the business, because the business is in his blood, you keep pushing Malachi Black. Just keep oh yeah, he him. needs to lose. Just keep pushing him. You got to lose like you did the last time. You got to get embarrassed. Um, this one's interesting. Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Now that it's, it's a non-title fight, because if you put a title match on live TV for that, you you're going to lose out on a lot of money. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to save that. You got to save that for full gear in November. Um. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Omega beats him, and then they get the rematch at full gear. Really? And I think think what you said comes to fruition. They're going to put the title on Danielson that fast.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I I see him being champion.
1: I think Omega drops it. I think Omega drops it very soon. And I think it's going to be at full gear.
2: I I, I'm kind of hoping because I mean, I know imagine needs some time off anyways. That man's hurting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, he, I, I I want him to lose to take that time off and then it'll give another wrestler a kind of another push.
2: Oh yeah. Plus, I mean the comeback would just be
1: awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And I think now, I think AEW now has to cap off their roster a little bit because now the rumors are swirling of KO leaving WWE. I'm into AW. And I'm like, dude. I'm like, we're gonna get. like, what? We're gonna we're gonna get KO, and um, I think someone else is also leaving. Uh, from what up. I've heard, it was Sammy. I heard Sammy too, but someone else. I forget who. But I'm like, dude. I'm like, he. I'm like, now we have to cap it off a little bit because you, I don't think Rampage can survive for two hours. I'm not gonna. I'll be honest with you. On a Friday night, ten o'clock is pushing it. Still, ten Damn to eleven. Right. Ten to eleven on a Friday. Okay, 10 to 12. I'm nah,
2: nah uh, Friday man, night, that's, Friday that's night.
1: Late. I'll bet you Friday night, I'm either Friday and I'm watching SmackDown from 8 to 10, and then for, at that 10 o'clock, there might be a college football game that just came out of halftime. I'm probably gonna watch football and go to sleep.
2: I agree, I'm completely there with you. Gotta, you.
1: you gotta cap it off. Um, I think they
2: will. I, I think
1: after this, I, I, don't see, I don't see them thing. signing
2: anybody else.
1: Yeah, I mean, after this, Adam. After Adam Cole, uh, Brian Danielson, like you just you, you you hit the peak. Just just stay there, stay, stay there. there, stay there. I, I know Freezy. Kevin Owens is friends with all these guys too from the indie scene. Just just stay, just resign for two more years, and maybe if AEW's is bigger in two years, then jump ship
2: or go to Impact Wrestling.
1: No one wants to go there. Nobody wants to go
2: there, but as you much as,
1: as much as we saw the town firsthand. uh, Saturday night in Nashville. There's just no. I don't know. There's no. There's no product there after like after Gallows and Anderson, Josh Alexander, and like Rich Swan and Moose. There's no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not jumping at the first of all. I don't have Access TV on cable. I don't know where the hell that is. I don't either. Uh, So I'm. I'm not jumping at the bit to like watch the show i I watch like the on youtube they have like a five minute like recap that's how i kind of stay in touch with everything but no one wants to go to impact it's not they're not they're not tna anymore
2: no they're not tna it's not total non-stop action for sure it used to be
1: it used to be there that that uh you know that acronym made sense in the mid-2000s like they were they're pretty dope. <laughs> oh, it was spot on for what they
2: were, but that since it since died, Oof. sadly. <laughs> yeah, but, no, so, uh, but I want um, to try something by you really quick. Go so for this, uh, Doctor Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. I think Ruby's gonna do it. I think she's gonna win it. I'll
1: break my TV. I think she's gonna win it. If I swear to God. We, I've waited this long for the only good female wrestler. No, I lied. Um, Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker are the only two good female wrestlers on that roster. Ty Conti is, is an up-and-comer. She's third for me, but she's still kind of like in that mid-tier. If they put the title on Ruby Soho that night, I swear to God, I will be what? livid. I, I can agree, but
2: let me run this by you. I mean, you have her debut and win a, basically a battle royale. Another. And she another the title shot. Stupid,
1: stupid as well. I think Thunder Rosa should have won that.
2: Yeah, but, and this is why, though. Why, why would you have her come in, be the surprise, be the Joker, win the match, and then lose the title match? I'm telling you, she's going to win it. It's going to be overshadowed by omegra versus you know Yeah, and you know Smith. what
1: these these uh these network dues are going to help pay for a new tv
2: like <laughs> <laughs> for a new tv
1: oh my oh god. god um but yeah now if that happens um i don't know what i'll do but we will wait until next week to discuss that because next thursday we will record post an episode on friday with the whole recap of the first part of aw grand slam Scotty, take us home, pal. All
2: righty guys. Well, again, thank you all very much for listening today. Please make sure you subscribe and like all of our social medias on Twitter and Instagram. It's right on SQC. That is right on SQC. Follow us on Facebook, on the right on network. You can see what all your boys actually look like. Interact with us, talk trash, do what you want. But Please, like, subscribe, help build this empire with us, y'all. And we will see you guys next week. Peace out, people.